Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a podcast named Tim, a father and son movie review podcast. The uh, first, I guess, official episode of season four. Uh, if you want to listen to any of the movies we've done, check out podcastnametim.com. We have every movie we've ever watched. You can click on a movie poster and check out our thoughts on those films. This week, we are doing Dune, part one, and the 1984 Dune. So uh, the first time we have ever done a remake and original of a film to kind of do a little comparison one-to-one, see what's up. And uh, we're everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff. Just check us out, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. I am Zach Dead. How are you today? Good, sir. I am season four-tastic. I like that. This. Symbol of excellence. That's right, and this is going to be a season of excellence. How, how's yes. that? No like bad that. movies. Well, I don't think we're off to a good start. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, starting now. Now, yeah. Um, here's, here's what I have to ask Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the movie you watched first, which is the 2021 movie, or do you want to watch start with the original movie? Because that's a chronological. Okay, we will go chronological. So uh, before we get into the movies, neither one of us has watched. I, I excuse me, read the Dune books. Uh, any of them? I purchased one years ago. Never read it. Um, it's sitting somewhere in this house. Um, never watched the Dune TV shows. I think there have been two of them. Uh, for Sci-Fi Channel. I think one's a miniseries and one's something else. Uh, I had heard of Dune. I knew that there was a big old worm in it, and that was about it. Um, but here we are. 1984, Dune, PG-13 rating, two-hour and 17-minute runtime, directed by your boy, David Lynch. Uh, you know, a man who was who directed... Eraserhead and Twin Peaks. Um, and Mulholland Drive. Yeah, Mulholland Drive. You know, Eraserhead that was nominated for, you know, best movie of the year for season three. Should be noted. Did not win. Has a 6.4 on IMDb. And on the Rotten Tomato meter, has a little lower. A little lower. Just, uh, you know, 44 from the tomato meter and a 65 from the audience. Um, it's uh, it's the story of Doom, which we'll get into because I'm sure we're gonna have to talk about it in the story and everything. But it's it's Doom. <laughs> where, where do you want to start with this movie? I saw this movie in theaters in 1984. Okay. I think I either fell asleep or made out the entire time. <laughs> was horrible. I hated it. I just absolutely... It's all they talked about. This was a huge thing when it came out. Yeah. Every science fiction geek nerd was looking forward to this movie. I don't know if I went opening weekend. Probably did, because that's usually what I did. But, oh my god, I saw this. And it was... I don't even remember if I saw it with. I may have saw it with your mother. I may have saw it. I doubt I saw it with Scott. This is not up his alley. He was never a sci-fi guy. Uh, and I didn't remember too much about it except for I hated it. Came out on video, 
printed it. Didn't get through the whole thing. I don't think I cared for it again. Yeah. A couple of years ago, I tried to watch it again. And I did, but I think I was doing other stuff, so I didn't really. Yeah. So I decided to watch it for this. Now, I just looked on there. I'm 40 minutes away from finishing. So we'll see. And I told you, you know, you told me that you could have the option of waiting and we'd record after I finished watching it. But I really don't think there's any need. 40 minutes is not going to pull me to one side of the illness. I just don't like this movie. I don't know what, I, I don't know if it's just the, and it's worse now than it was then because now, <laughs> well, can't talk about that yet, but so, I mean, some of the, the effects are just horrible and the, mm-hmm. It's David Lynch. I mean, you know he's going to take an already weird book and weird thing and just make it crazier. Mm-hmm. And honestly, and I would say that even about the new one, I have a little problem following who people are. And what, there's almost like too many little yeah. planets and people thrown at me all at one time that I don't get a chance to learn who they are or something. I don't know. I don't like it. The, new, the old one's not good. When I first cut it on, I said I was kind of like, all right, you know, this is different. I Actually, there is something that this movie does do better than the new movie. And that is the opening few minutes. I felt like it gave me a better explanation of what was going on. I mean, it was very just, we're going to sit here and talk to you, but it gave me that, okay, now I know what's going on. And my wife, I cut on the new new one, 30 seconds in, she's like, I don't know what's going on, and she was out. This one, she even said it herself. She said after that little monologue at the opening finish, she said, okay, she's like, I feel like I know what's happening now. So um, to its credit, (laughs) it did do that better. Okay. I can see that. Um, I have a hard time rating this movie because the more I watched it, the more it got worse. But two things. I think David Lynch had an entirely different movie planned. He wanted to do three plus hours. The studio said, hell to the no. And I get the impression that David Lynch is a guy who wants to do things his way. And once he gets something in his head, he can't pivot and make it work. Definitely. And I think he had a three-hour movie in mind. And when they told him he had two hours and 17 minutes... He didn't know how to make a two-hour and 17. I just think he didn't know how to do it. I'm not saying he didn't try. I just think he just genuinely did not know how to do it at that point. Didn't know what to cut and what not to. Yeah, and because it's a lot. And it proves, and the new movie, which is a part one, proves it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot to do. Um, and I think... This movie partly failed or did not do as well, although I think commercially it was his most commercially successful film. <laughs> but it just well, he definitely had the studio backing. 
it's just a lot to try and get through in two hours and seventeen minutes. And and I and I I've seen like I said I own a copy of the book. It's thick. <laughs> it's a big boy. Yeah. Um. So I I think it was kind of doomed to fail because the book was too much, and you had a director that had was trying to accommodate that big book with a big movie and just wasn't allowed to. Right. Now to be what we got still wasn't good. <laughs> There's also that. I kind of liked some of the sets and some of the look. It look. I think the. I think some of the movies in the eighties, which just felt more like a seventies movie to me, but can be ugly, especially in sci-fi and fantasy. Right. I think they got a lot of other things right, like action movies, and but some of these other films just don't look right, and this one didn't look right. I think I liked his. I liked though that there were still shots in this movie that I could look at. When it when it was time to do something up close and creepy, nailed it. I mean, he because that's what he does. He knew how to shoot those shots of creepy things. Um, Patrick Stewart was underutilized in this film. Um, I actually would have preferred him to be the dad than the second lead, but I understand this is Patrick Stewart at that time and not Patrick Stewart later on. I despised with every fiber in my being the whispering monologue that constantly happened in this movie to explain to us, the audience, what was happening and what people were thinking. Right. If they would have just taken that out and said, hey, go act so that people know how you're feeling and thinking, that would have been a better movie. Just that. Well, the acting was was horrendous. Yes. And the pacing. Oh. I just thought it was just so yeah. Talk like this, and the characters were like this, and the, uh, it felt like they were just reading off of a script. Like, and then the house of this said they don't. <laughs> yeah, we do have to say a big thank you to David Lynch. <laughs> For what? Because he took this movie over something else that he was offered. Did you look and see what that was? I didn't read anything about this. David Lynch was offered to direct a movie that came out around the same time. And he said to the other person, I'll tell you in a second, that's your thing, not my thing. David Lynch was offered to direct Return of the Jedi. Oh, heavens. And he told George, that's your bag. So, we do have to thank Dude for at least saving Star Trek or Star Wars Episode 6, Return of the Jedi. What would he have done with that, I wonder? You know, I kind of want to (laughs) know. I kind of would like, wouldn't mind seeing David Lynch's Return of the Jedi. (laughs) Could be a, yeah. Good episode of uh, Bob's Burgers or Family Guy. (laughs) Someone, yeah, someone just tell me, show me what he would have done (laughs) with with this. Um, So it's not good. The whispering, I think, was was largely what hurt it. Um, Can you see him doing Ewoks? I think that would have been great. 
it would have been some kind of disgusting look. I bet they wouldn't have been as cute. As... Um, um, did you? And also, there's another. This movie is, has another connection to another science fiction film that almost. I, we almost had a lot of different movies that were made. Um, Ridley Scott was originally directing this film. Blade Runner stuff. He, his brother passed away, and so he had to leave the set of the film, and then he went and did Blade Runner. So all three of those movies kind of had a lot of shifting movie pieces that would have given us very different films. Interesting. Because I think Ridley Scott would have, here's the thing, I think Ridley Scott would have been able to tackle this. Well, better David Lynch. Yeah. Um, I believe uh, David Lynch has stated that he does not talk about this movie and he is not proud of this movie. I think probably because of the constraints that were placed on him, he doesn't he doesn't feel like he made the movie he wanted to make. Yeah. Well, you know, that would, as a director, I could see how that would just totally... That yeah. would be my problem. I would never get hired because if they're not going to let me do it, they're not going to do it. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, um, it, it was doomed to fail from the beginning because of the length of the material. It is something that was built for a TV show or a miniseries, not for a movie. And even the new one kind of proves that we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But, um, what did you think of, um, Sting's performance? <laughs> that was horrible. I mean, I've only seen it. Seen a little bit of him, but yeah, that, that again, I I don't like anyone in the movie. Dean Stockwell didn't even like Patrick Stewart in it. Uh, Kyle, whatever his what's his last name, whatever. Trays. He was boring. Just I, don't, I just like didn't, just didn't like any of them. The Mahajibi, Bobby, what they call him after later. Whoever. The Dundee. That was ooh, yeah. Um, this was not good. I could see, though, why they, because there is this, like, little cult group of people who like this movie. I get I get it. Because some of the sets have that very elaborate look and just, um, I, I get it. I kind of get it. Um, in, in some spots. Oh, yeah, people that loved it, loved it. I mean, they just thought this was just it. A lot of them. Yeah. It was just, I remember how much publicity this thing got. It's just going to be the new Star Wars. It was going to be the movie. The science fiction, the way all movies would be made from that. <laughs> yeah. But you can, I didn't read the book. So, and I, maybe people that, I would, you would think people that read the book wouldn't have liked it, though, because of all the stuff that had to get left out. I mean, I think my understanding is this did a pretty good job. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I think it, to its detriment, I think they were too focused on, well, we have to say this, because there were, like, there were lines you could see were clearly ripped right, straight from the book, the way they felt like they were just forced in. Right. Well, he has to say this here, and she has to do this, and just I think that if David, if David Lynch is going to do anything – he just needs to do something from his own mind and not. Did you like that, um, that yeah. shield fight? 
and like the, the graphics were, was hilarious in the first movie. They they weren't great. I don't know what that looked like. The technology was not there. Let's put it that way. Is that am I being generous? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, not great. Not great. But what about the new version? The new version, which came out um, in 2021, two hour and 35 minute runtime, PG 13 as well. So about 17 more minutes to do half more, half of a movie. Um, it, and it takes its time, but we'll get into that. 8.2 on IMDb and on Rotten Tomatoes, 83 and a 90% on the audience score. So it is definitely being. Uh, Hailed. Uh, they have announced they are making Dune Part Two, and it has a fantastic cast. Uh, Timothy, whatever, how you say his last name? I don't know. Timothy Zenyatta, <laughs> uh, Zendaya, no clue. Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, Stellan Skarsgård, Josh Brolin, all four foot of them. Dave Batista. Yeah, one Dave Batista. I mean, it's got a cast of people. But is the movie good? I guess I will go first here. I really, really enjoyed this movie. A lot. I thought it was paced appropriately. It didn't bother me that it was only a part one, even though it had not been promoted as such, because I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> um, I liked... I just like that it took its time, and, and I like that it threw you into the deep end of this world. It, well, there was no hand-holding. It was, this is what's happening, and this world figured out. <laughs> but I liked that. There were some parts where I was lost, and I've watched some people talk about how they did not explain the Spice and maybe the Emperor and the, the Space Guild enough in this one. Right. But... I kind of like just trying to figure out what was going on. Loved the look of it, the scope of it. The, That's the, what I wanted to say. It is pretty, pretty, pretty and looks cool. And the, the costumes look good and just, it all looked good. But yeah, this, that, was, that the, was the most important thing that I was wanting to say. And I was saying, this, this, this was a pretty film. Beautiful yes. Look. Yes. The spectacle of it. Yeah, I was very amazed by the how good it looked. Yeah. And it wasn't all shot up close and dark. Yeah. Wow, we can do science we can do science fiction, action scenes in light. Who knew? Yeah, it, it was yeah, it was and I liked like you, I didn't think the pacing was bad. It didn't bore me like the other one. The Acting seemed to actually have a purpose toward getting to the story and not just reading what it tells me to read. Um, yeah, it, it, I was. I'm still not. I don't know this world. Still, I still don't quite understand. Which I don't. You know, I'm not as as into knowing all the stuff in Star Wars that you know. I know yeah. the main yeah. people, but I don't know the, all the crazy planets. So, but I still don't quite understand all that. But. I feel like I'm taking a journey with them on this one. I feel like I'm, I'm kind of learning this this scope of this place and, and what it's about and who these people are and what the why these people are having to go here and do this. 
you know, it's a punishment, but it's also a, it's a punishment that they look on with great pride. Here's, here's the way I got. Here's what I got. So you got this cool planet. Or you got this planet where it's super important mineral or spice. The spice apparently is used by the Space Guild to unlock their mind so they can do interstellar travel. That's why it's important. Right. You got these different houses, kind of like a Game of Thrones situation. The house Atreides, which is the house where Poe Dameron is, I think they're on the come up, and I think the Emperor thinks they're going to make a play for the throne. So he is putting them on this planet to create the rift so that the other people will attack them and destroy them. I don't think it was supposed to be a punishment. It's a fake reward. Okay. That's a better way to put it, yeah. I think that's the way, yeah. Um, and but they take great pride in it. Yeah, they're He's like... He's going to do it right. He's going to do it. Yeah. And that's why and that's why they're out there searching for the Fremen, Freeman, whatever you want to call them, because they think that if we can get them, we can join forces with them and then take them out. And so it's a lot of, again, something that would be better for a TV show because you do have all these characters and then you got the voice aspect of it and the witches soothsayers and all that and how they're trying to breed some chosen one and just i mean there's a lot here right <laughs> and it, it was one of the few times where i thought i thought a director or writer or everyone you know the guy who's in charge did a great job of leaving stuff out from the mo- from the book so that he could tell a more coherent story. Because if we would have gotten into the, the witches and the Space Guild and the Emperor more, it, just, it, right. it would have been bogged down too much. The next one, sure. Let's, let's talk about it. But, um, I, yeah, the, the biggest thing was this was a spectacle to watch. Yeah. Visually. Um, I love all the designs. I love the ring with the little seal. Oh, yes, and that's just awesome. Yeah, um, like the dragonfly looking. Yeah, whatever they called them. Yeah, those were those were cool. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I love I love how they send out a higher <laughs> balloon to lift things up. So yeah, it's saved by yeah. It's it was a. Uh, which again, I don't know how much of this is in book form, and um, yeah, it was a good looking film, and I enjoyed it. I, I actually didn't didn't hate this one. I actually didn't just okay. I actually liked it. Yeah, yeah, no, I actually liked it. It was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I do hope they make a second one because when we watched it, they had not made that announcement because I was like, this definitely deserves it. Um, I just I love the costumes and the look of people. Just I thought that was all. Really, really cool in this. It was, it was different, but it wasn't cheesy different. I feel like the first yeah. one, it was just kind of yeah. uh, cheesy. Which again, effects have come a long way. Budgets, I don't know what difference in budgets and all that, but it just, uh, yeah, it looked like a proper science fiction. Movie. Well, and there were things that 
they didn't try and explain in this. Like when that guy, I'm looking at the picture right now. There's the the general who's standing beside them, and he says like, "Calculate that for me." And you see his eyes roll in the back of his head. Apparently, there's like this whole group of people who have like, I guess computers like aren't a thing in this society. So they have people who have like manipulated their bodies and done all this other crazy stuff to basically make themselves computers. And it messes with your body because you ain't supposed to be having all that in there. (laughs) So, like they didn't explain that, but but you just saw this guy do this cool little eye roll thing, but that's a whole big plot thing. What's the uh, the spice planet's name? Arrakis. Arrakis. Arrakis, yes. And then I guess the nickname for it is Dune. Um, so, but yes, Arrakis. Um, yeah, I, I thought that this was... Um, I, I almost, and I don't know how much le- is left in Dune. I can't, I'm kind of almost thinking, is there going to be three of these? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure how they... I mean, I don't know how much is left to wrap up. I would admit, I would imagine, you know, we gotta train, train everybody, and train Paul up. And... I hope they'll give it three if it needs three. I hope they don't try to run yeah. through it, ruin it by throwing too much. Yeah, take your time. Take your time. Yeah. Um, make it a trilogy if you have to, because yeah, that would be a shame to build this all up and make something and then have to rush to get through and screw it up. Yeah, um, but the uh, the dagger fight in this was much better. <laughs> yeah, the shields. I could. I didn't need the whatever those shields were before. I can imagine it. I get it. <laughs> you had to have it there visually. I did think it was interesting watching watching them in reverse order. I guess it wouldn't matter the order you watch. There were a lot of lines, and I assume there was in the book that were like exact lines and it wasn't anything of importance. It wasn't like a big speech. Right. It was just throwaway lines that were. No, I didn't notice all those. I didn't, I couldn't keep up with what was all thing. The only similar, I know the, the shield scene and the ring stuff and the putting the hand in the box. What else it seemed to be like, okay, these are definitive. Yeah. That they both had to have, but I, yeah, I don't, well, and, um, I have no idea. Yeah, there was there was a lot. Um, so, what do you think of, generally speaking, Dennis? I guess is Villanueva, the director. I'm sure you've seen a couple of his other films. He did Arrival, and he did Blade Runner 2049, which I doubt you have seen. I saw Arrival, but that was it. It was okay. okay. Arrival was fine. Okay. So. He just seems to be doing a lot of a lot of the new newer sci-fi stuff. So he has found his wheelhouse. Yes. Um. But I, b- I believe, oh yeah, I, I want to double check. There is going to be a Dune spinoff series that he's also directing an episode on. Hmm. It's called Dune the Sisterhood. It says TV series set in the Dune universe, which centers on the lives of the Bene Gesserit, which is the witch soothsayer people. Oh yeah, I won't watch that. They annoy me. So they're getting a TV show. Nah, I'll be alright. <laughs> I can skip that one. He must really like um, 
saying he's doing a Cleopatra movie apparently as well. Okay. So Doom, Doom Two, Cleopatra. <laughs> he's just filming out in the desert somewhere. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It says announced. There's no other materials or any other information. I think one Cleopatra movie was enough. Ah, gotta do more. Well, hopefully it won't be a white woman playing her this time. I would imagine they will not have that this A white time. woman with violet eyes. Seems like a little strange for an Egyptian. but I imagine they will not have that. Let's hope. Uh, It'll be a blonde. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. So, yeah, I, I definitely like the second one. First one is to be trash. And I'm probably, you know, I'm sure... There's a lot of cult people that consider that just a great movie, but couldn't get into it any of the times I have tried to watch it. So, Multiple times. I feel like I should watch this last 40 minutes and see how this ends, but... This is the first time in, in four years of watching hundreds of movies each year that you have not finished one. That you have given up. Well, I've watched it before, so I, I that's, that's true. That's true. But I don't remember enough about it. That's why I was like, you know, there's a few of movies that I don't have to watch ever again. I can tell you everything about it. But I, this one, I was like, no, I don't remember anything about it except for a couple scenes that, and I hate those. So I should watch something and try to find something positive about it. And I just it was rough. It was hard to find anything that I enjoyed. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. What else? I mean, what else? Anything else? That's all I got. What are we watching for next week? You said it was a free for all. It is a free for all. We we are just going to have fun. Well, then I'm going to go on that wording and give you free guy. Oh, look at you! I don't know where it is. You may have to buy it. I don't know. Pay for it. All right, I'll I'll find it. I'll sure. find it. It may be out somewhere else. I don't know. It wasn't CA tours, if I remember correctly, right? Um, I mean, sure. Yes, yes. I think it's. I think it's also somewhere. I don't remember the where. Studio I, sent me a print, so I'll tell you. Oh yes, 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 yes. Well, you know, I've been debating what to pick to you this whole time. Um, I'm looking at my movies I have loaded up here. Oh boy. <laughs> You know, I have my like, well, I have my different list. I have my you know Amazon Prime list. I got my HBO Max list. I got uh, you know different different lists because you know different places got different things. You know, so sometimes you uh, you don't know what you're gonna get. Um, let's go with oh god. Let me get into a spit take. <laughs> no, I actually I removed one of those movies. Um, <laughs> I'm not that cruel. Remember, this is going after Dune. What is that supposed to mean? And we've promised well, that's crappy. And we we've, we've promised people a better pick of movies this year. All right, you're gonna watch the artist, the con artist, or the artist, the artist. Okay, yeah, I wanted to see that. I want to see the one that's about the making of that as well. Yeah. It is on Netflix. Yes. All right, I'll watch that. I, I would want to see that. So. 
I approve. I'm glad. I was going to give you a unique movie. Um, there is uh, a movie called A King in New York that I've been thinking about watching. It is a Charlie Chaplin talkie. I'm the king of New York. That's, you know. Um, but I believe it's about a, king, a European king who loses his money and gets stranded in the U.S. And so I'm kind of curious. Uh, about Save it for another day. I will save it. I'll save it when we get to that. You know, there's that there's the weird month around the Oscars where we do a lot more artsy stuff. <laughs> ah, <that's funny. laughs> yes. Right. So, I'm excited. So, we're going to be watching... The Artist and Free Guy. What a combination. Indeed. Yes. See you all next time on a podcast named Tim. Goodbye. <laughs>